It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Yes, it is time to line them up. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you. We'll get to a lot this hour, including who will be the first NFL coach fired. The market there is always an interesting one to look at. And John Anik will join us later in the hour to talk some UFC. But, Joe, we've got an incredible slate of baseball today. 17 games, two different doubleheaders in the slate. The uh, Cleveland and Tampa Bay doubleheader after the uh, Tropical Storm canceled the game on Tuesday. And the Mets and Brewers, you mentioned last hour, ESPN was just hoping to get that DeGrom game in. And the Mets waited for like 11 o'clock. They're like, nah, <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. So they have a doubleheader today. And that one, we can start there. It, it's only seven innings, so... It does uh, take away a little of the juice, but Corbin Burns and Jacob DeGrom in a seven-inning affair. I mean, that, that's one of those where I mean, both pitchers could go and shut the other team out the entire game. That, that's an interesting one to, to look at. It's tough to ever bet against DeGrom, but you know Burns against him, one run might win that game. One thing that I've found quite annoying as a better this year is in many uh, of these doubleheaders, we have to struggle to find odds. Mm-hmm. It's a pain to find a K prop. Like, come on, this should be available. We d- we thought Degrom was going to pitch yesterday. The only thing that's changed is it's going to be a seven inning game instead of a nine inning game. Interesting that Milwaukee decided to move the uh, the pitching matchups around. It was supposed to be Anderson against Degrom yes. yesterday, right? Yes. And, and then, it, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was, no, I mean, ju- just the decision to move Anderson to the second game, so he's not facing Degrom. But they have uh, one of their top dudes, since they have two top guys. Uh, one of their aces, Burns, go against Degrom instead of Anderson. Yeah, I wonder if that's a, a preference for Burns to pitch during the day, and uh, you know, if he's pitched and maybe better during the day. Uh, here, here's the interesting part, and I'm with you. I haven't seen the K prop yet. I believe I saw Degrom at ten and a half yesterday, uh, and the game was supposed to be a nine in the game. Here's my question to you: Will the number will come in if, if you get the number before the game starts? Does it really impact things that much? Jacob DeGrom doesn't usually go past seven innings. The way I look at DeGrom and the way he's pitched this year versus the innings in the game, I know he might get pinch hit for earlier, right? That's, it's a shorter game. It's a higher leverage situation, potentially in the fifth or the sixth. That plays into it. But Joe, if you only think he's going to pitch five or six anyway, because that's what he's done most of this year, and you like the number, would it really change that much if it's a seven-inning game? Did he go seven-plus last time out? I, I think he went seven and got 14 against the Braves. Seven yeah. innings, 14 strikeouts. But it might be easier to handicap because the the thinking, I'm sure, with the Mets is, all right, maybe he can give us all 21 outs in this game. Maybe he can give us 21. So you, you look at the strikeout rate on the Brewers' side. Uh, you, you throw that all into play. But the expectation is, okay, he's going to have between 18 18- and 21 outs, I would think. Mm-hmm. And you look at the Brewers, how much they strike out, and he has the highest K rate in Major League Baseball. Even since uh, the sticky stuff has been a big deal over the last month or so, he's still number one across the board. I, I think it actually helps you a little bit, but they're going to set it at a number that's still tough. I don't think it's going to get off of that number of 10 and a half, if uh, that was your point. Yeah, well, if it does, I would jump on it. That that's the where I was getting at. If it goes down to nine and a half or somehow eight and a half, I mean, just I would jump all over it because he does usually go very deep in the games anyway. So we get a doubleheader between the Mets and the Brewers. That is a big one. Um, let me give you a game, Joe, that I, I that jumped out to me right away. Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> By the way, let me tell you, this Braves 
This Braves bullpen, it's 1-1 in the ninth. Pittsburgh's at home, bottom of the ninth. And if you're thinking, okay, maybe we have a chance in extras, uh-uh. Because the Braves bullpen walked three guys, three guys in the bottom of the ninth of the tie game. Okay, Including I'm the winning run. Did they hit it in or they walked it in? They, Four pitches. Yeah. Four pitches walked them in. Right in. Matchstick. Yeah, just, Joke. Just let them right in. <laughs> uh, it is Drew Smiley on the mound today for Atlanta. He's actually pitched better lately. He's actually you know, he's done a good job for them and kind of stabilized so it's the braves and the pirates i mean the braves need that game i know it's still it's still early july but there's no some games they need, need it you they need, need it. it and they've got the marlins next going into the break you can't you can't get swept at pittsburgh no no what yeah. no. And i know the nl east is up for grabs but you cannot get swept at pittsburgh one that jumped out to me later today the mm-hmm. red Sox and angels the, coming off the otani night last night Eduardo Rodriguez, Andrew Heaney. If you look, both of these teams, top six in baseball, weighted runs created plus against left-handed pitching. Both these teams hit lefties a lot. And I, the over-under in this game is nine. This feels like a game runs are scored. I think both these pitchers' ERAs are upper fours, fives. Rodriguez has not been very good this year. Heaney, Andrew Heaney will either strike out 10 and it'll make you think he's good, and the next start he'll get knocked out in the second inning. I, I can't stand Andrew Heaney. I like right. the over in this game. Okay, that makes sense. I, I like the over to another game, which I'll get to in, in a quick moment. The Angels are a little bit better against lefties. They're third in way to runs created plus, fourth in on base, fifth in OPS. But you're right, both offenses pop. That makes a lot of sense uh, with the number at nine. But the, the total that jumped out to me is not a game. I'll mention it here because I don't know that you'll mention, mention it because a couple trash uh, squads out there. But uh, the total in Detroit and Texas – the number is eight. The reason uh, why it popped was you've got Casey Mize out there. He's number six in baseball, home run to fly ball rate. He's got the 11th highest hard hit rate. And then Gibson, even though, you know, you look at the ERA, okay, impressive season for him, but he's 18th in hard hit rate. I, I We might be able to score some run, see some runs today. And I believe these two teams put up 15 last night. Yeah, that's a low number. I mean, I, I get it based on their ERAs and based on what they've done. And, and I think Gibson leads the American League in earned run average, which is pretty Still amazing. Does. Okay. Yeah, I think it's 1.98. But you're right. There's some value there. I mean, you made me think about a Joey Gallo prop, considering the uh, the Casey Mice. I, I have his name written down. I'm considering yeah. it. We're waiting on some of these uh, numbers to pop. Uh, John Hicks, little note, maybe you can share it with your friends. John Hicks, who used to be in the Tigers uh, system, he's now with the Rangers. He's played four games. And he's homered in all four games. Every time I turn on MLB tonight, it's John Hicks. I'm like, What's, where's the Joey Gallo highlight? I thought <laughs> I'm tuning in for Joey Gallo. Um, See, so let me get to this one. So the Yankees last night on the road in Seattle, they, they blast uh, Justice Sheffield, their former prospect, and they score 12 runs, and the Yankees feel good about themselves for a day. Joe, I feel like there's got to be some positive regression here. The Yankees have not hit lefties this year. Their lineup is mostly right-handed sluggers. Like, the Yankees are built to hit left-handed pitching. They have... Aaron Judge. They have John Carlos Santana hit a home run last night. They have Glaber Torres, who just got bad all of a sudden, but was good a couple of years ago. Like they, they have Luke Foyt. They have right-handed sluggers. The Mariners tonight throw Kikuchi, and his numbers are pretty good this year. But if you look, he has the highest home run to fly ball ratio in baseball. 23% of fly balls against Kikuchi mm-hmm. go over the wall. This feels like a night for the Yankees sluggers. If you're looking for a, a home run prop, Aaron Judge plus 220. Stanton hit one last night plus 290. It, it just feels like this is a good spot for the Yankees to get right. I know the Mariners have had a nice season. They're over 500. But, man, if, if the Yankees can't hit lefties, they can't do anything. They hit them last night. I feel like they're about to hit another one. Okay, so I, we're on the same page. And I, I took a look at the home run props, and the books are prepared. 
Stanton only plus 240, Judge plus uh, I'm sorry, Stanton plus 220, Judge plus 240. So yeah, they know it's coming. Yeah, they know it's coming. So maybe maybe the way to attack this at the risk of overreacting to last night is to look at the Yankees uh, team total of four. Yeah, that could. And I like that one in a, with their sluggers. And um, obviously, they're in a sense of desperation here. Joe, a game I love, a, a team I love tonight. The, the money line's pretty high, but I don't see the Giants getting swept at home by the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, it is Alex Wood on the man. And Alex Wood's interesting because when the Sticky Stuff ban first came out, his spin mm-hmm. rate dropped considerably. The last few starts, he's figured it out. I, I don't know if it's just he's using something else or he's just figured out a different way to pitch, but he's stabilized. He's not a train wreck out there. And the Cardinals are the last team in baseball, worst in baseball, weighted runs created plus against lefties, which is weird, isn't it? A team that has Arenado, Goldschmidt, Molina. Like, the heart of their order is right-handed sluggers. You would think they'd hit lefties. They haven't hit lefties. Alex Wood, a lefty. Uh, that game was interesting. Late last night, I was watching as I flipped back from the uh, the NBA. It was close late. The Giants, you know, they, they had two guys on the ninth, couldn't win the game. I just can't imagine the Giants, as good as they've been this year, get swept at home by the Cardinals. Oviedo on the mound for the Cardinals. He has not been very good. Mm-hmm. I like San Francisco at home tonight against uh, the Cardinals. Uh, the Giants slipping here. A little Three bit. Three and six, last nine games. The three wins against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh couple quick notes on this wood against st louis has struggled talking about a 76 at bat sample size ops 989 for the cardinals lineup against alex wood and goldschmidt has four homers and an ops of a thousand against wood maybe a couple reasons to take the big dog around that plus 170 mark yeah and i think the injuries are catching up the giants they've done it all year guys go down they just keep winning but I mean, they were out Longoria right now. They were out Buster Posey, who's been on the lineup the last couple of days with a thumb injury. Brandon Belt. Like, how many, eventually, the AAA guys they've brought in and have won for them. It's just hard to score enough runs. So they are they are scuffling, but I do think tonight is a night for them. Um, one other one I wanted to bring up here. Matt, it's a Matt Harvey day. We, we've been fading Matt Harvey. I was trying to think how to play this. Blue Jays in Camden Yards against the Orioles. Um, you could go early in this game. You get a pretty good number, I think, first three innings. Minus 110, I saw, and the Blue Jays leading after three. Might be the way to go. It's it's Ryu against Harvey. It is Matt Harvey Day. However, the O's have won his last two starts. They've won his last two starts. So it's not impressive um, for most pitchers, but maybe for Harvey it's kind of impressive. Ten, five runs in ten innings. Is that good for Harvey? For Harvey, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, five runs in ten innings allowed. Orioles against lefties, their top five in OPS on base, weighted runs created plus. Do we take the O's with Harvey on the bump? You get almost two to one. Do you? I can't do it. Okay. Uh, Notable uh, here, maybe uh, this will be mentioned during our prop shopping segment. Uh, George Springer in 10 at-bats has three homers against Harvey. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's hard to do. I got to check the prop on that. I mean, usually you get a better number if he's against a lefty. You would think he mashes. But that that matchup there, that's yeah. an incredible one. Um, one other one that I wanted to throw in here, because I just I think it's interesting, is Lance Lynn, Pineda, White Sox, and the Twins today. Mm-hmm. I love watching Lance Lynn starts. Yeah. He's been so good this year. Uh, it's a 110 start afternoon game. 
Pineda's interesting because Pineda, you know, once in a while he has a, a good game. What, did you see the over-under on that game? Is it nine? Eight? Nine? I saw nine. Yeah. It's nine. Um, I would lean under in that game. Yeah, we under got home last night. We mentioned that as a possibility with the pitching matchup. Uh, Barrios on the bump for Minnesota. And uh, today we've got uh, Lynn against Pineda. There are a couple player props that I'm going to, I'm going to have some uh, options for the prop shopping. Unfortunately, I don't see a strikeout one. Maybe by the time we get to that later on, Lynn would be a look for me. Now we have to see what the number is because uh, they're not available for every game at this stage in the morning, but there are a few props that I find interesting. Uh, man. I wouldn't quite go under, but I understand what you're thinking with all the injuries in that White Sox lineup because that that's the side I would be scared that could blow up and then pushes it over that total. Would you fade the Cubs again tonight? Zach Wheeler. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe what we mentioned earlier. The BetQL model says 53.2% chance for the Phillies to win tonight. Wheeler has been, in a normal year, Joe, if you take DeGrom out of the mix, you know, Zach Wheeler's right there. He'd, he'd be in the mix with Gosman. He'd be in the mix with Burns and Woodruff. We'd be talking about him for Cy Young. He's been that good this year. Leads the NL in innings, strikeouts. He's been incredible. And the Cubs, they just look like they're dead right now. Uh, get that Wheeler prop up. I want to take a look at that. Cubs striking out more than any other team in Major League Baseball right now. I want to see what they put that Wheeler number at. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to that before the show wraps. But uh, your Phillies. Is it too much when if you're laying 140? I know the Cubs stink, 11 in a row. We got it, but is is that too much for this Phillies bullpen? Yeah, yeah. it is. I mean, even last night, the Phillies scored 15 runs, and, like, you know, it was 15-10. I know. I know. I thought it was, okay, we're going to have, like, a, a two-touchdown-to-nothing game, and then the Cubs, like, Baez is going yard. I'm like, okay, what what – Man, they are such trash. What a terrible game last night. That was. Uh, I felt like it, like you couldn't even take the home run seriously last night. It's like no. every, every ball that goes in the air is a home run with these two teams. Yeah. So maybe we should be looking at that. Some more of those uh, home run props. Yes. I mean, 17 games is great. The double headers. You mentioned the um, the Indians and, and Rays have one, too. It is difficult to bet, to bet the double headers, though. It's just, it's a, I still haven't got a grasp on the seven innings and, and what it does. And then those games, I feel like, go into extra innings a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, just, just based on it's only seven innings. And then you're like, then the over hits. I, I, I try to stay away from the extra, the uh, seven inning games. You know, what surprised me a little bit. Uh, Cincinnati, Kansas City. By the way, good job by the Royals last night. They had the, the 4 1 rally. Oh, man. The Reds bullpen gave it up last night. Are they ever going to buy? Are they, are they ever going to do that? We'll see if, uh, we do at the upcoming deadline here, but uh, I was a little surprised to see Gray against Singer. Both of them have the K prop down at four and a half. Like, everything Sunny Gray's K prop would be four and a half. No, and I know the Royals don't strike out. They're one of the hardest teams in baseball to strike out. That's that's kind of how they built that team with Merrifield and and Carlos Santana and and, and uh, Perez. But four and a half. I was yeah. thinking six and a half take the under, but four and a half. How could I not take the over on Sunny Gray? Forty. He strikes up four and a half guys every. Two or three innings. It was the Cubs, but Friday he had eight in five innings. Um, he he hit the over in three innings against Milwaukee in, in early June. I know that was his first game back, but his first game back with the Cubs, he threw 86 pitches. So The number's too low. You, you would think he's good to go, yeah. Yeah, the number's too low. I would go Sonny Gray there. On the other side, who will be the first NFL coach fire? We'll break down that market. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.